The Dallas Stars are looking to bolster their blue line this offseason. And there's one man who just became a free agent after being bought out in Vancouver. On today's episode, we'll talk about whether or not the Dallas Stars should pursue Oliver Ekman Larson or if there are better options out there on today's episode of Locked On Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, coming to you on this Thursday, June 22nd. And today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Create an account, download the app, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by and making Locked On Stars your first listen every single day. Be sure to subscribe to the show on YouTube. Follow along on your favorite podcasting platform of choice throughout the offseason as we continue to speculate about the moves that the Dallas Stars will make in order to improve their team for this upcoming season. And there's one player in particular who I know has caught a lot of people's eyes over the past few days. It's been about a week since this news broke in Vancouver as the Canucks, it was announced that they would be buying out defenseman Oliver ekman Larson. And, you know, now it's a crazy situation where, you know, this affects the Canucks. It even affects the Coyotes to some extent because they traded him a while back to Vancouver and things obviously have not panned out for uh, Oliver ekman Larson in Vancouver with the Canucks as the Canucks will now pay him $19.3 million over the next eight years. And so now ekman Larson is a free agent defenseman who can sign with any NHL club of his choice on July first. So this is a very unique opportunity for someone who many might consider damaged goods, but there's also the aspect of, you know, maybe if he gets picked up by the right team, if he's placed in the right environment, he could potentially bounce back and make an impact on a team that is ready to compete and contend. Whereas you could say the past handful of seasons that, that Ekman Larson has been in the league, he's been on non-competitive teams especially in Vancouver over the past couple of seasons. And then the latter stages of his time in Arizona, there was a very brief stage where the team was decently competitive in the early 2010s, where he did make a little bit of an impact, but those days are well behind him. And those days are also well behind the Arizona Coyotes as well. So it really just feels like this guy is not just necessarily in need of a fresh start, but a fresh start in a welcoming environment that is actually prepared to set him up for success. And you could potentially make the argument that the Dallas Stars are one of those environments. They, of course, are needing to improve their defensive core, strengthen the personnel on the blue line, and ekman Larson might not be 
the worst in terms of an upgrade. I certainly don't think that he is the best option out there, but I think it's at least worth considering and speculating while we've gone down this rabbit hole of talking about all kinds of players, whether that be Eric Carlson or Alex Dabrinkit. Uh, that's just what we do this time of year, especially pre-draft and pre-trades. For, or I guess a trade could really happen at any time, but pre-free agency as well. Uh, did this a lot last year, and it's just always fun to, to weigh the pros and cons of these types of potential moves. And Ekman Larson wouldn't necessarily demand a huge cap hit. And I think that that's one reason why he could be somewhat enticing for many teams looking to you know, strengthen their blue line and add some experienced personnel to their defensive groups. Because Ekman Larson, while he's now a free agent, with that buyout, he is still going to be getting paid by the Vancouver Canucks and will be banking around $2.4 million this season. So, you know, whoever it is, whether it's the Dallas Stars or a different team, one, there wouldn't have to be a ton of cap space given up in order to obtain him because Ekman Larson is getting some sort of income, whether he gets signed by a team or not. And then also with that, you also don't necessarily have to worry a lot about term. And I don't think Ekman Larson is in a place where he or his camp could demand a very long-term contract just because of how things have played out for him recently in Vancouver. I think, imagine, you know, he probably signs a one or two year deal somewhere, kind of a, a prove it deal, if you will, in order to show that he still can play in the NHL and that these past couple of seasons have not been who he really is, although he has been in the league for quite some time and there have been some inconsistencies but again, you, you look at the teams that he's been with and the situations that he's been in, and you, it's hard to put all of the blame on him. I, I think certainly there has to be some accountability for the player, but also you can understand that not necessarily the best team environment circumstances for a player like Oliver Ekman Larson. And so, you know, you, you, you would look at potentially acquiring him, especially if you're the Dallas Stars, because, you know, you know that defense is the greatest need for your team this offseason. And the nice part about potentially adding him is he doesn't have to absorb the pressure of being a top defenseman or even on the second pair. I think Ekman Larson could come in with not a ton of term on his contract, probably not a huge cap hit. You could put him on a bottom pairing where the pressure isn't necessarily too high, where you can kind of find that line of needing to eat minutes, but also you know, not putting him out there too often where a ton of crucial moments of the game include his presence out there on the ice. And then if he does show signs of improvement, if he does take time to, you know, get better and he starts to show some signs uh, of being a little bit more of a, a contributing player, if you will, then you can, you know, figure out the moves to be made of maybe putting him on a second pair and adjusting time where he can eat up a little bit more minutes. Because when he's at his best, I think that that's one of his greatest attributes is that he can just, eight minutes away while out there on the ice. And he does provide some decent size for any team looking to add his services at six foot to 200 pounds. So, you know, a little bit around the SLN Dell size, a little bit smaller in that regard, but certainly not as small as your Niels Lundqvist of the world. And I know that that's something that a lot of you have touched on on social media and in the comments on YouTube that the Dallas Stars are in need of size. And Ekman Larson, while not the biggest defenseman, certainly does provide some size to his game and even though he is 6'2 200 pounds he's a pretty decent skater and has a tendency and a history of being a pretty good puck mover for the most part that's typically something that people like to praise in his game is his ability when he does have the puck on his stick uh, that he actually can move pretty well even though he is now in his early 30s and you might not think that, that could be a valuable asset of his game 
But when you look around and you kind of see the scouting reports, that's a lot of the good that people do have to say. And he could also be a power play participant in a pinch for a team like the Dallas Stars. I think ideally you'd like to see Miro Haskinen, of course, leading that top group. But then you look at maybe a Thomas Harley or a Niels Lundqvist leading that second group. But if due to injury or you know some other odd circumstance, you need another defenseman to go in in a pinch. Uh, Ekman Larson does have 175 power play points in his career. Uh, and again, has a pretty good use of, of handling the puck and moving the puck pretty efficiently. So that's something that you could benefit from adding him to your roster for not a ton of money and probably not a ton of term on the contract. Again, maybe just a season just to try him out and see if it's worth investing in him long term, which even then the term probably wouldn't be too long as he is in his early 30s. And you would think the stars might be wise enough to know a bigger defenseman in their 30s, uh, maybe not the best guy to commit to long term like Orion Suter, but might be worth for a season or two experiment just to see if you can get a guy who's been in some rough situations into a healthier locker room environment, an environment of a team that is ready to compete and that seems to have pretty good camaraderie in the locker room. So I think it could be very interesting to see if the stars show any interest in pursuing OEL this offseason. But of course, with all of the good, there could come some hesitancies as well of adding a player with the history that Ekman Larson has in the league. And we'll dive into some of those coming up next. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. So get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Just download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code locked on NHL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I want to thank you again for making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day for continuing to make our podcast a part of your daily routine. A thank you to all the everydayers out there for tuning in throughout the offseason as we speculate more and more about potential players that the Dallas Stars could add, in this case, via free agency with a player like Oliver ekman Larson, who's been bought out by the Vancouver Canucks. And even with some of the positives, the, the seemingly low risk of adding a player like Larson, ekman Larson to the team, you know, there's a little bit of potential there. But also, on the other side of the coin, there's a reason and reasons really why you know he one has been bought out by the Vancouver Canucks and also why he was originally traded from the Arizona Coyotes after they signed him to a monster extension uh, and then what only a season or two later traded him away to the Vancouver Canucks there's reasons for that uh, and he just like I stated earlier and as I'm sure many of you who have been following the NHL for quite some time know he just hasn't been a very productive player over the past handful of seasons. And really, this past year in Vancouver was one of the worst of his career. Only 22 points on the season, granted in only 54 games played, but that was the second lowest point total in his career. The only other time it was lower 
was his rookie season uh, where he only notched 11 points. And he was also a minus 24 on the ice. So one didn't play a ton in the second half of the season. But then even when he was out there on the ice, not necessarily putting up the numbers that you would like to see from a guy who was at one point the sixth overall pick in the draft uh, over 10 years ago. You really would expect to see more from him. And I know the Canucks were hoping that they could get more from him, uh, just given the size and some of the offensive prowess that he can offer when he's at his best. He's been a 50-point scorer in the past, but it seems like those days are behind him, or at least the way that he's played recently would, would lead you to believe that he doesn't always play well when the puck is away from him. We talk about the ability that he has to move the puck, travel with the puck. It's something that he's pretty good at for the most part, even though he is in the, I guess, latter stages of his career. If you want to say 31 is the latter stages and even a little bit with that size. But whenever he isn't playing with the puck, especially in his own end, things can go downhill quite a bit. And that's something that the Dallas Stars, if they are looking into, need to be very aware of because that's something that at times, and not really at times, but a lot of times came back to bite them, especially in the postseason uh, when guys like Haskinen or Harley weren't out there on the ice to play defense when some of the other guys were out there, even the guys with size. I know that the Seattle Kraken really found a way to take advantage of the Hawk and Paul Lindell matchup, and you would hate to have another player out there who can perform decently on offense, but then is an absolute liability defensively when he doesn't have the puck on his stick. And perhaps that's something that can be fixed with coaching and being added to a different structure. But you also would be very fearful of adding another guy who, you know, isn't the number one defenseman, isn't taking all of those minutes like a Haskinen or a Harley would be expected to. But then even when he is out there on the ice, you just kind of hold your breath defensively, hoping that there isn't some sort of lapse uh, in defensive judgment when a guy like Ekman Larson is out there on the ice. So even with this potential smaller price tag and the potential shorter term on whatever contract he signs, he could just end up being a swing and a miss. And there's not necessarily time for the Dallas stars to do that as they believe. And I think many of the fans believe that they are truly in a championship window. And so you don't necessarily want to waste any years. You don't want to necessarily have passengers on your team who are dragging your team down rather than helping elevate the play of the team as a whole. And I feel like that's one of the biggest risks that anyone would take if they pursue Oliver ekman Larson this offseason. There's more to just correcting a player's level of play besides just a change of scenery. I know a lot of times people talk about that. I think the Evgeny Dodonov, Denis Gurionov trade was a good example of that, especially for Evgeny Dodonov, who was not necessarily having a great season in Montreal, but then he comes to Dallas and he is a very effective player for the Stars and was one of their key pieces in the postseason. But I, I think there's more to just actually changing cities and changing teams that you play for. It's getting put in the right place at the right time with a coaching staff that will you know, do the work with you to help you improve your game, to help you get back to being the player that you have the potential to be. And, and it's a matter of that. Do the Dallas Stars have the coaching pieces and the coaching staff to take care of that? And I know that they really do well offensively. And overall, the team was pretty good defensively. Uh, but you do also have to factor in that Jake Ottinger had a pretty nice regular season for the most part. Uh, and then also you have times out there on the ice where you have Miro Haskinen just performing absolute wizardry uh, and so on and so forth. So you really would like to add defensemen. You know, if they if they do add that offensive prowess, it's nice. But you also don't necessarily want to take that big swing and miss 
on a guy that could leave you hanging out to dry defensively. And again, the Stars just can't afford to have very many swings and misses, if any at all. Given this window that they're in, you'd really would like to see them get back to, at the very least, a conference final again next season. But you really do expect them to take that next step and get back to the Stanley Cup final and be competing to bring a championship back to Dallas. And whether or not Ekman Larson is the right guy to do that, I don't necessarily believe it, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Dallas Stars aren't at least looking into that situation to see if he would potentially be a good fit on this roster. But the question does kind of introduce itself of, is Ekman Larson the best fit defensively, or are we just potentially enticed uh, by the potential lack of price tag and term on the contract? Are there better options out there, even if the Stars do have to pay a little bit of money? And there's one situation in particular uh, that I think the Dallas Stars could benefit from involving Ekman Larson, but it doesn't involve Ekman Larson wearing a victory green sweater. And I'll dive into that coming up next. Today's episode of Locked on Stars also brought to you by our friends at Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but they fit way better. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs have fixed the issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. If you're interested in getting your own pair of Bird Dog shorts, just go to birddogs.com slash NHL, and you can get a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. Again, visit birddogs.com slash NHL. Third and final segment of today's episode of Locked On Stars, continuing to speculate about what could happen with Oliver Ed Ekman Larson this offseason. Could he be coming to Dallas? Why shouldn't he come to Dallas? We've already discussed that on today's episode, but there are some other rumblings uh, that I think could make for a very interesting scenario for the Dallas Stars in terms of acquiring a nice defenseman for their blue line for this upcoming season. There are some rumblings that the Boston Bruins could potentially be interested in adding Ekman Larson to their roster because it seems like they probably won't be able to sign, re-sign rather, Dmitry Orloff, who had a very nice second half of the season once he was traded from Washington to Boston and was also a pretty good player for them uh, down the stretch and in the postseason before their season was cut short by the Florida Panthers in round one of the Stanley Cup postseason. But there are people out there who think that this Ekman Larson scenario could turn out similar for Hamp or similar of the situation of one Hampus Lindholm, who we all know was kind of a written off defenseman before getting traded from Anaheim to Boston last season in 21 22. Uh, the, the Bruins were able to kind of transform his game. And now Lindholm is one of the better two way defensemen in the NHL and just had a very nice season with the Bruins as well. And so there's people out there that think that perhaps the Bruins could pull off a similar feat with Ekman Larson, where they take his game and they retool some things and they make him once again, an effective player that can play on both sides of the ice. And there's a good chance that it would make sense that they would be willing to do it because again, they could probably get him for not a ton of money and they wouldn't have to sign him to a super long contract. But that does mean if they go after a guy like OEL, that, that could leave Dmitry Orlov out on the market on July 1st, where he could sign 
with any team that he so chooses. And I think it would be very interesting to see if the Dallas Stars pursue Dmitry Orlov. There isn't a ton of size there. He is a smaller player, and he wouldn't necessarily be an answer to the size issue on defense that some of you have pointed out. But I still do think that he could be a very nice and effective player. He can rack up a ton of assists with his playmaking ability, his vision. Another guy that you could probably put in a power play position and a pinch. But again, you wouldn't have to rely on him for those minutes. But a guy who can come in and play both sides of the ice relatively well, even without the size. Yes, size is nice, but I think that there might be some other avenues for that for the Stars somewhere else. Uh, and I think adding Thomas Harley to the Arsenal full-time, not just in the playoffs, will help with that because Thomas Harley does pack some pretty nice size with his frame. But I think even adding a guy like Dmitry Orlov could go a long way for the Stars Club. This is an experienced veteran player who's been in some better situations as of late. The Capitals, outside of missing the postseason this season, uh, typically a pretty competitive club. And Orlov is a playoff veteran who knows what it takes to win the Stanley Cup. And even though the Stars have had some grizzled playoff veterans on their team, that's something that I think that they were truly lacking in this playoff run. They only had one guy in Tyler Sagan who had won the cup before and not to take or discredit Tyler Sagan, but that was his rookie season. Uh, and whereas a guy like Orloff has been through the ringer uh, maybe a few more times and really was kind of a key piece of that core of the Washington Capitals getting that cup back in 2018. So I'm not saying that it would be a given that if the Bruins, you know, take Ekman Larson, that the Stars would pounce on Orlov. Because I imagine many people, uh, many organizations, many GMs would be interested in Orlov's services as the, the class of defensemen in this year's free agency group is not very enticing. And that's why we're talking about an Ekman Larson, why we're talking about Dmitry Orlov. But if Orlov is an option and Boston is for sure not going to re-sign him because they're going to go get Ekman Larson, I think the Stars would definitely uh, be a lot more interested in pursuing a player of his caliber to see if they could add another cup winner to their roster and, of course, add a little bit of depth to the defense, a guy who can play both sides of the ice and also chip in offensively with points and uh, the occasional goal as well, which you do always love to see from the Dallas Stars defenseman. But you'll have to let me know in the comment section down below your thoughts on all of this. And I've seen a lot of your thoughts on Twitter as well. Send out a tweet just saying which players would you like to see the Stars pursue? And I'll probably dive into a few examples tomorrow, probably dedicating a segment to each player of some of the most talked about players amongst the YouTube and Twitter comments. So let me know down below who you think the Dallas Stars should pursue this offseason, whether it be via trade or free agency. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to subscribe to the show on YouTube. Follow along on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. We are always free and available no matter where or how you choose to listen. And you can also find us on social media at Locked on Stars on Instagram and Twitter, as well as my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis. But like I said, we will be back here tomorrow doing just a quick roundup of people that you guys would like to see pursued in free agency or via trade this offseason uh, and potentially joining the Dallas Stars next season. So I hope you guys enjoy your Thursday. Take care of yourselves and we will see you back here tomorrow. <laughs>